Okay, hi, welcome to another episode of the Quilty Friends podcast. Now, this is my friend Melissa. Hey. And I don't know you very well. No, we don't really. We don't actually, know each other very well. No, it's but like we've run super, into each other. Yeah, it's a very social media relationship, mm-hmm. and a very you helping me display my display my quilts relationship. Oh yeah, that was really cool. I yeah. forgot about that. So we're yeah. going to talk about all that as we get going. So yeah. thank you so much for coming down. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I'm so glad. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, who are you? Tell us. Tell us about you. Yes. Yeah, so I am Melissa Delian Mason. Okay. I am a modern quilter. I quilt all the things. That's my Instagram handle. Quilt all the things. Oh, that's what hold I want to do. Let's put that up. I forgot. Oh, good idea. Hold on. I have a way to do this. Hold on. Okay. At quilt all the things. Underscore. There's an underscore. And, sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I try to do like capitals on the name sometimes uh-huh. to Instagram to, doesn't care. I know they don't care, but it kind of makes it easier to differentiate the words. Yeah. That's for my old man brain. Quilt oh, all the things. The, and then there's more things. Things. Like that? No, no, no. Things underscore. Oh, quilt all the Things, then underscore. Yes, that's one. All right. Sometimes I mistype and I write quilt all the thongs. <laughs> that's, that's a different one. Does anyone have that? I don't know, actually. Oh, hey, if you're yeah. looking for a handle for your that one's available. Um, thong business. Yeah. <laughs> flip-flops. It's for flip-flops. flip-flops. Not that. You guys, yeah. not that kind of Seriously. thongs. How old are you? I am. I just turned 40. That's very young still. You know that, right? 40. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. nice of you to say because it's weird. I feel like I've like like turned a corner into like a new phase of life. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. But at the same time, I'm like, man, 40, that's an age. Yeah. Like that's is. a thing. Yeah. Wait yeah. till you turn 50. You're not 50. Are yeah. You? Really? Really? 51. Oh wow. Going on 52. He looks good, doesn't he? Thank you. Um, <laughs> <in the> door. <laughs> uh, when I turned 50, uh-huh. it was like this magical switch uh-huh. that turned off everything about everyone's judgments, not everyone's, but mm. other people's judgments. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting the kind of chill. So it's like, you don't give a flying, I like you know, that anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I, that's kind of the way I always have That's been. good. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's the things other than that. There's got to be like a healthy balance, I yeah. think. Okay, yeah. you remind me a lot of my niece, Lexi. Uh-huh. I wish I had a picture of her, but I'll show you later. Okay. So my sister has five girls. Uh-huh. They're like my own kids. Yeah. Own, you know, they're, nice. I love them so much, but you yeah. really remind me of Lexi. Yeah. So. Is she, she redhead? She's not a redhead. Uh-huh. My other, my brother's girls are redheads. Okay. But you have a Lexi, we call the Lexi face. Okay, Lexi face. Yeah. Lexi so cute. Thank yeah. you for being here. I have four kids. They're all redheads. Four kids, mm-hmm. all redheads. Yeah. Yeah. And they what... all look like me. So I think they have Lexi faces too. <laughs> what are their names? Uh, our oldest is Finn. He's 15. We have 13 year old twins, Rhett and Lucy. And then we have a six year old named Willa. Willa? Willa. That's cute. I know. She is cute. I don't know if I've ever seen pictures of your kids. Do you share them you. on your social media? Not really. I share Willa sometimes because everyone's in love with her. She is, she's six. She's adorable. She's in a wheelchair, but she like dances in her wheelchair. I saw that. And okay. like, yeah. So I she's just that. like, everyone's in love with Willa. Yeah. Oh, so, that yeah. is so cute. Yeah. My older ones are teenagers. So they're like, leave us off your social media, mom. <laughs> so. Well, you know. Yeah. That'll go enough. away when they're about 40. Don't worry. Right. Me. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. All right. Uh. And you said anything else you want to share about yourself? 
You love to quilt all the things. I love to quilt all the things. Um, I am in graduate school right now for social work. So that's taken over my life. You said a practicum right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I am doing, I'm a direct therapist in high school. Oh, nice. Yeah, it is. I really love it. Now, is that what you want to do is work in the school system? Well, I don't think so. Um, So I've tried this one out because I wanted to know if I liked teenagers Uh because I love my kids. Right. I love most of my friends' kids. Um, But in general, I'm just not like a kid person. Okay. You know, so I know I don't want to work with little kids. So I wanted to know if I could work with teenagers. And it turns out I love teenagers. Oh, nice. They're (laughs) fascinating. It's like, I mean, such an interesting, hard time of life. So it feels like a privilege to be able to kind of work with them through it. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I definitely, I don't think I want to work in the school system because it's tough. There is no support for mental health in schools. Not enough. Not enough. That's so sure. that's that's frustrating, I think, as like a professional. But right, I would definitely want to be there for kids um, outside the schools. Outside the school system. Yeah, yeah. That's what you said something that I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It happens. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah. So yes. So I'm doing a practicum. I am towards the end of my first year of the program. It's a two-year program. And so, yeah, life has been crazy. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So how long would you, How long do you have left? So I will be done... You said towards the just end. Just over a year from now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So just got to make it until then. You can do it. <laughs> I can do it. You can do it. I can do it. Okay. Anything yeah. else you want to share about yourself in this moment? Uh, no, I think that's me. All right. In a nutshell. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So how do we know each other? Okay. So I was trying to remember this. Because okay. we run into each other constantly, right. but only for like snippets. Yeah. We met at a Salt Lake Modern Quilt Guild meeting. Okay. A long time so ago. Come down the to... only one I've ever come to. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Can we go back to the previous topic for just one second? Absolutely. You talked about teenage years. Yes. How were your teenage years? How, they how were do good. You, you liked them? Yeah, I did. I actually, I had, I, you know, middle school was a little tough. I was very awkward and like unaware like no self-awareness whatsoever. Oh, I still am. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> like, what am I saying? Did I grow out Just of it? Kidding. I don't know. No, but in high school, you know, I was lucky enough to kind of find my people um, and my thing and be like oblivious enough mm-hmm. to not like kind of go through that grinder that like you didn't choose. care too much. Not too much. Okay. No, no. Maybe I should have cared more. No, you yeah. still think you did great. I didn't yeah, love that experience. Yeah. Like. There's just so many things about it that were so hard, especially mm-hmm. like this community is very challenging. Yes. There's a lot of very wealthy people mm-hmm. and we were not that. And mm-hmm. so I always felt like I was on the other outside looking in on yeah. the wrong side of the tracks. And I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, still like, I mean, you know, yeah. we're, my parents were very, did great. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's how I always felt. That might have just been yeah. me or movies or something. I don't know. But... Yeah. Isn't it funny? Like. Because I think it's a real thing, but I think there yeah. is like a movie thing about that, right? Right. Like that, you know, that feeds into us. But I think it is a real thing, like these socioeconomic lines uh-huh. and we internalize it. But then I think it just like, it just like exacerbates it when we see it in media. Because for me, it wasn't so much movies. It was books. I remember uh, like I read so much. I still do. Yeah. And I think I had like this, looking back, I had this idea of like, who should hang out with who? Right. And and so I'm always telling my kids, I'm like, don't set limits on yourself that don't exist. Exactly. You know? So I think that was my thing is I was yeah. like imposing these boundaries. And yeah. I wish I'd been more open, maybe. I wish I had done something. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to ask you, where did you grow up? 
I grew up in South Texas, okay. McAllen, which is McAllen. on the border of Texas and Mexico. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a really, really different place from Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Utah is very white. I'm not just talking about like, the snow outside because there's a lot of It's super white outside. Of white out I wish yeah. we could show it to yeah. you, but I don't can't flip my camera around. Yeah. Uh, Melissa drove through a blizzard to get here. Yes, I did. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's very white, especially like Bountiful. Mm-hmm. So I live in Bountiful. Bountiful. Well, and Bountiful and- has like that extreme kind of socioeconomic thing. Yeah. I think. But like my high school, there might've been two or three people of color mm-hmm. and you knew who they, like there was one family that adopted a people mm-hmm. of color. So everyone just kind of assumed, Oh, are they, you know, is that, are they one of those family? Right. And there, I just, I, so I didn't grow up seeing color yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. I just didn't grow up seeing it. Right. We traveled a little bit, but, mm-hmm. and my, anyway, we traveled a little bit. But I served my mission in Washington, D.C., so mm-hmm. I got to see it a lot better there. Yeah. But, and I love, I love New York. Mm-hmm. I love to travel. I love to travel. Mm-hmm. So I think traveling really helps to broaden yeah, your horizons and stuff. But my friend and I tell this story all the time. My friend and I went to New York. I took my friend Amy to New York. And we were on this train from the airport into the city. Mm-hmm. And we we're the only white people on the train. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I love this, you know? Because <laughs> nice. there was just That's every, great. there was every, and that's what I love about that is there's yeah. every color, every shade, every mm-hmm. nuance. Mm-hmm. And, and just it's beautiful, isn't yeah, it? Like it is. so much life and humanity. There is. You know that those that box of crayons that Crayola made that has all the different oh, skin the, tones? Yeah, yeah. Do you have one of those? I don't have it. But... Oh, I was gonna give you one. Oh, and I cool. thought maybe okay, we're gonna find it before okay. we go. Sounds good. I thought you might like it. That's awesome. I, I would because... love that. Okay, so Yeah, let's... I've definitely seen those. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I want to talk more about that. Yeah. And your Crayola cramps? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Sorry. So I could talk about cramps. I know. No, all the <laughs> stuff that you've done f- that you were um did for QuiltCon. Mm-hmm. I just saw you talking a lot about that. Yeah. So should we talk about that right now? Sure, or whatever we... you want to do. Let's do let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about it. Okay, so QuiltCon 2023 mm-hmm. was just two weeks ago, right? Do you still feel like you're coming off of it? I feel like I'm still kind of coming off of it. Well, my quilt con experience is very weird. It was. I heard about the Park City thing and you like, yeah. had an angry mob and it just sounded awful. It was just so weird. And then you traveled like a million places before you came home. Yeah, I was on six flights. Okay. It was just fine. That's a lot. Yeah. And luckily they were all great. Didn't miss a flight or anything. Yeah. Didn't... But there's something about canceled. airplane air that like sucks the life out of you, right? <laughs> I feel just yeah, so like that. I feel like the hollows under my eyes when I get off a plane. Right. Um yeah. actually I went to so I went to um see my friend who lives in outside Cincinnati in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I spent three days with her, like four days with her nice. doing training for her team mm-hmm. under her shop. She has a little shop out, out quilt there. Shop? Yeah, a oh, quilt shop. Fun. Yeah. Okay. So she has a handy quilter uh-huh. and she's like, Will you come give me and my my team some training? I'm oh, like, cool. Heck yeah. And it was so nice. great. I had so much fun. Yeah. And she's just the sweetest. I'll give her another shout out. Kelly nicely. Hey Kelly. Around the corner fabrics in oh Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I had it. The town. Yeah. That's fair enough. Outside of no Cincinnati. Offense, Kentucky. No offense. Oh my god. And her she lives on this beautiful farmland. It, Kentucky's really pretty. Gorgeous. I went to Paducah a couple years ago and I was just like, what? Oh, I've never this been, been to Paducah. Where's that? Paducah. It's uh it's the quilt town where the National right? Quilt Museum yeah. is. And is it in Kentucky? It is in Kentucky. Okay, right? I didn't know that. Now as you're looking at me, I'm like, is it? No, it is in Kentucky. Okay, yeah, of course yeah, it yeah. is. Because I, I stayed in St. Louis okay. and then I drove to Paducah. Right. And it was like an hour or two. Away. Okay. Anyways, I need really to go. Cool. Like a whole town, like around quilting. I love that, and they, cool. the band and the 
Were you there for the parade? The band? No, I didn't go for oh. quilt week or anything. Oh, you did? Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Yeah. I want to go for quilt week because it's too. out of control. Yeah, I heard it's really cool. I have a quilt there this year in mm -hmm. quilt week. I know. Isn't that cool? This girl has it's quilts so everywhere, though. No, they travel more than I do. It's true. I love it. Yeah, they're always That's somewhere. really awesome. Yeah. Okay, back to QuiltCon. QuiltCon. Okay, I'm going to talk about... <laughs> can I just talk about my feelings of QuiltCon really quick? Please, I'm all about feelings. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> so my first one was Pasadena, which I had my quilt in, which you... 2018? 2018. That was my first one. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Did we see each other there? I have no idea. I was so okay. oblivious. I didn't... I was so scared of talking to anyone. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I was yeah. silent all weekend long. So it was very overwhelming to me because there was so much of things that I love. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it was like, that's how I Oh my too. God, I'm getting the chills again. Yeah. I, there were so many things, like every quilt on the booth, mm -hmm. the quilt on the booth, when you walked into that center and those quilts that went to like this, yeah. pink, orange, yellow. Oh, the thing. challenge quilts. Yeah, the challenge right. quilts on the, every wall. That was my experience too. Like yeah. I walked in and it was like angels descending and singing. I was like, my people, my Exactly, arms. exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 Uh-huh. So anyway, thank you for that. Yeah. I love that. And then, I mean... I went and found my quilt, mm -hmm. took a picture, and I was like so overwhelmed. I went and got lunch uh -huh. so I could come back, like just recharge a little bit and it's get back into deal. my body. Yeah. yeah. So, but then after that, so since that time, I feel like I've put too many limits on myself. I can't just mm -hmm. make a quilt for myself. I'd have to. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes. I'm really working on like, this quilt is for me. Mm -hmm. And if anyone happens to like it, then that's okay. Yeah. But and I haven't been able to finish a quilt to submit. Uh-huh. To does that make sense? Yeah, like are you like why haven't you been able to finish it? I'm though? frozen. Because because I get like the starting it and the like why you're doing it part. Right. But, but you're not so but I can't it. get past the um this isn't good enough for gotcha. the judges or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yes. Or, Which I don't is know. appropriate that you say that because the judges' feedback for QuiltCon came back today. Oh. They had three quilts in this year's QuiltCon, so I was just reading my judges' feedback before I came. Down. Oh, should we talk about that in a minute? I mean, yeah, sure. If you want, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. Do <laughs> you make a list of everything we're supposed to? Yeah, talk about? yeah, make notes. Um, but yeah, sorry, so, but you're no, feeling... no, no, no. So since then, I just yeah. like, ugh, I. I, I'm working really hard on it, but I just want to go back to sewing for me. Do you feel like QuiltCon, like the show is the lens you're looking at it? But you're like... Sometimes too much. Yeah. Which I don't... No, I totally get that. I don't want it to be. Yeah. But it's still somewhere like back here. Right. So there's a book that's by um, Lit, uh, Elizabeth... <sighs> Eat, Pray, Love. Elizabeth oh, yeah, Gilbert. Yeah. Yes. Um, magic. Uh, Big Magic. Have you read that at all? No. Oh, I think you'd like it. Okay. It's about it creativity. Okay. And she talks about don't don't write your book for someone. Don't write your book for someone else. Don't mm -hmm. make your movie for someone else. Mm -hmm. Don't make your quilt for someone else. Yeah. Make it for you first. Yeah. So that's what I'm really working on. I need to work on that too. You know, when I start, I was just talking to someone a few days ago about doing small quilts because I'm like, I don't have a lot of time right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So I feel a little overwhelmed. And she's like, well, why don't you just make small quilts? And my first thought is like, well, I can't submit that to QuiltCon, <laughs> which is like, that's so limiting. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. right there with you too. Yeah. I, I love to make big quilts. Yeah. Like my dream mm -hmm. is like, I really want my, I want mural size quilts. Oh, that would be amazing. You know what I mean? Like I want, yeah. have you seen these Bisa Butler's, any of Bisa yes. Butler's work? Not in person. Not in person. Oh, but to. there's like these huge yeah. things. Yeah. Not, I mean, not like gigantic, uh -huh. but they're just so big. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and that's what I want Maybe. is like, like an art. Like uh, I think Irene Roderick, who's an improv modern culture, uh -huh. ha I think it was her, showed a picture of her design wall and she had something that covered a good like 20 foot wall. Oh really? Just like a, it looked like a mural. And I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah. First of all, I only use a domestic machine. So that's like not even <laughs> possible for me. So. Well, I have a long arm and we could create a collab if you want. Okay, that sounds good. Let's do it. Let's do a um, mural. Yeah, Victoria. We'll take up a whole wall of quilt cotton. <laughs> They have a size restriction, they unfortunately. Do, that's right. But Victoria Finley Wolf, did you see that one that she did? She did yeah. like a big hexy flowers, but it was like a big enough for a fence. It was like twenty feet long as oh, well. I don't think I saw the long one. Oh yeah, she made this wow. huge one. And then also, um, shout out to oh, I'm really good with names. Shout out to my <laughs> friend who lives in Australia. Mm -hmm. Great home is, of modern quilters. I know. I don't know, like um, what's in the water, but something. Well, they yeah. just yeah, anyway. There's more. I think they're just born to a more free yeah. thinking society. Oh. Does that make sense? So not like kind of fenced in by... Yeah, so my brother served his mission there. Uh -huh. And everything they say is, no worries, mate. No worries, mate. I mean, that's a good philosophy. Right? Yeah. Okay, I want to be more Australian. Let's be more Australian. I can't remember my friend's name, but I'll, it'll come to me in like five minutes. and I'll have to okay. come back. It's fine. Okay, anyway. So I want mural quilts. Mural Cute. quilts. Let's do it. Let's do a mural quilt. And somebody told me about one other one that was in Cincinnati at the museum. I mm -hmm. can't remember the artist's name, but mm -hmm. they, it was by an African-American woman, and she had made these gigantic, like, full-size wall. Yeah. Big old things. I want to go see those. That's really cool. Okay. Back to you. Ah, that sounds overwhelming, but wonderful. <laughs> So tell me about your experience with Colcon. Um, so 2018 was my first one. Uh -huh. And it was, where did I go? I didn't really know modern quilting was a thing. Mm -hmm. And there was an article in the paper that year, I think. I think that was the year there was an article in the paper in the LA Times. So I'm just like reading, I lived outside of LA. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like reading the paper in the morning. And there was these incredible social justice quilts. Oh, there. yeah. And I was like, how is this a thing? Mm -hmm. Like, I never knew this existed. And I was so excited. And I saw it was in Pasadena that weekend. And... Oh, and you were in LA. I was in LA. Oh. I don't think I went that weekend. I think there was that. And then it was back in Pasadena like a year or two later. And that's when I went. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm right. like conflating the Pasadena. That's okay. But yeah, no, it was the same thing. Like, I walk in and I'm just like, color. Like, yeah. real color and people talking my language. And, yeah. you know, it was just like... It was such an exciting thing for me. And so I signed up that first one for classes pretty much every possible like time slot, uh -huh. like Friday morning, Friday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday right. morning. Anyways, I was so wasted by the end of it. I was so tired. <laughs> it was a terrible idea. <laughs> but um, I think I've gone to everyone since then uh -huh. and just have like for the first few years, just kind of did a mix of classes mm -hmm. and went to lectures. One year I did the lecture pass and that was the best because I could just like sit in the, like pop right. into the hall whenever I wanted. And then the last two years I've taught and lectured there, which is a lot of fun. That's awesome. I love doing that. I really do. So, I yeah. don't know how you get into those gigs, but I want to do that. I want to just do... propose it. Okay. I'm like the I biggest proponent of telling people like how to propose it and how to be a part of it. So let's get down. you in. I don't have a paper here. What's your lecture? I don't know. Okay. I'll figure talk, something let's out. talk about it. Okay. Uh, making we'll for about. mental health because that's my focus. I think I proposed something like you that. You did? I think I did. Oh. Yeah, because for next year, I was like, I should like take this social work therapy thing. And, right. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk. I mean, who knows if they'll even take it? There's a lot of people doing like really great stuff with mindfulness, which is great. It's awesome. So we'll see. Anyways. Um, how many yeah. quilts have you had 
uh, as what do they call it, accepted into QuiltCon? Um, I had one one year. I had four last year. I think I should remember that. I feel like a total like a hole. It's not okay. That. You don't need it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so many that I can't even remember. <laughs> Oh, well, just they're like, just, what do you mean all those quilts? Oh, so many quilts. No, and no, I had, no one's thinking that. I had three this year. Nice. So, yeah. And so, you just got the feedback. I just got the feedback. And how do you feel about that? It was good. You know, the first year, the first year was the first that I had one accepted. I, it was the first time I'd ever gotten feedback on a quilt. Right. And it was a little hurtful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because oh, I never I'm had a quilt sure. actually judged You're like, before. like, wait a second, this is my baby. How I know, dare you I know. And it was about the quilting. It's always about the quilting because I quilt right. on a domestic. And until this year, I quilted on a crappy domestic. Oh. So I knew my quilting was bad. But even so, when they were like, you know, your quilting is inconsistent. I was like, screw you. <laughs> Who died and made you quilt police? Anyways. I've been there. I've yeah. literally been there. It like it's a little hurtful. And then I don't know. After that, I was just like, meh. Yeah. Meh. Um, so this year the feedback was kind of interesting. I did get one about the quilting on one of mine, and I was just like, All right. Too bad. Um, and then one of them got some really cool feedback. Nice. Yeah, it was all positive and really interesting. And then the third one was kind of an experimental quilt. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those where like, I was just like, say yes to every crazy idea that comes in my head. Was that, which one was that? It's the one it says, I'm large, I contain multitudes. Yeah. And there's like fabric spilling out of it. There's like an actual quilt I under the quilt. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. And I, it, love, love I use it. reflective threads. So oh, when yeah, you take yeah, a yeah. flash picture, yeah, it like oh. shows like different stuff. Yeah. Anyways, but the judges were like, this is interesting. They're like, they're like on something, they're like, that was an unusual choice. Oh. I was like, yes, yes, like, it was. Absolutely. <laughs> that's Success. Right. You think that's negative, but I do not. <laughs> so yeah. So for the most part, it was it was fine. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I I've had a few that I I've had I had one quilt that I Want to try something with it. I just want to mm -hmm. try a different technique. Yeah. And it didn't work uh -huh. as well as I thought it would. Yeah. And then, like, somehow it got this giant stain, like, right in the center oh, of the quilt. Man. Like, in the center of the yeah. quilt. I, anyway. Cut it up. I didn't. I tried to bleach it and dye uh -huh. it. So it's been bleached and dyed. Yeah. And then I was actually thinking of submitting it. I was thinking of binding it uh -huh. and submitting it this last year. That'd but of course, cool. I get that done. Yeah. And I was going to call it. I was going to call it. It just didn't work. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's still interesting. Like yeah. I'll show you the jacket. I just wait. I just turned it into a jacket. Oh, smart. See, yeah, there you go. exactly. There was one this year that the name cracked me up. It was like, you know, quilt whatever the name was. Then it's like underscore version two underscore oh, parentheses one underscore final underscore yeah. final final. <laughs> yeah, you know? I saw that. Just like okay, that's yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah that resonates exactly. Yeah. Um, I have an idea similar to what you just. What you where you mm -hmm. you submitted? Yeah, I saw this mural in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how can I turn that into a quilt? So mm -hmm. that's my goal for this. Is that like year. your constant like thought process? Because sometimes that's mine. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's I think that's where else I get frustrated yeah. is I have I mean I have so many ideas. Mm -hmm. I've already had so many ideas for a quilt. Yeah. And I'm just like I can't figure out how to get them all out of my brain. I know. Do you, how do you like design? Do you do it on a computer program? Do you sketch it out? What do you do? This in my head. Yeah. I usually just start sewing. So what I do is, cause I have like, it's like a fire hose, uh -huh. you know? 
Um, and so I just open up Illustrator. Sometimes I'll just type up notes or do like a quick sketch, mm -hmm. you know, on there. And then I just like save it and put it away. Yeah. So then when I'm like looking for a project, I find You're like, those. oh, wait a second. This yeah. is a cool thing. A lot of like nine times, times out of ten, I'm like, that wouldn't work at oh. all. <laughs> I'll, usually, <laughs> I'll usually start sewing something. Yeah. And then, you know, make it. I love making blocks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that, but I love making blocks. I mm -hmm. love just sitting down and just sewing and pushing the fabric through the machine. Yeah. And so if I ever get mm -hmm. stuck, that's what I'll do. Is I'll just sit down and start going, okay. Yeah. I'll just, that's why I like all the strips. So I'm showing yeah. all my strips. Well, and you're comfortable behind. with improv too, aren't you? Yeah. And I'm yeah. not. See, I'm oh, a planner. You're so a that's planner. why you can just sit down and do it. And I yeah. have to like do it on Illustrator first. Yeah. Yeah. But some quilts like lately, I just like started cutting blocks in half and uh -huh. doing that. Cool. Yeah, I'm like yeah, screw it. Just like why not? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I just have a hard time getting them from the beginning stages. Yeah. To that. yeah, and then you're afraid they're going to disappear if you don't yeah. get to. No. That Well, I mean, it happens though. Yeah. That's why you should read that book, Big Magic. She has okay. a really funny story about it. So, okay, I'll anyway. check that out. Uh, yeah. yeah, it could disappear, and that just means that was. Maybe it wasn't a good idea. It wasn't. Well, no. Or it was genius and would have been the best quilt in the world and you're like crap out of luck. Well, it could be that because like she believes that multiple, she believes that ideas are mm -hmm. in the atmosphere and they're looking for a creator. Okay. So they go looking for a creator. So you get an idea for a quilt mm -hmm. and if you make that quilt, then you got the idea. Okay. But if you don't make the quilt, maybe maybe there's like maybe that quilt has ten different artists yeah. or ten different quilters uh -huh. looking to make that quilt. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we go to quilt con and like, yeah, I had that design in my mind four times ago. Yeah. You had that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's the same thing. You yeah. know, it's like and there's nothing really new in quilting, you know. Uh -huh. Like you look at the quilts of G's Bend and you uh -huh. look at the quilts of the Amish. Right. And then like, well, that's what someone submitted to quilt con last week, you yeah, know. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, rarely do you see like real innovation, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just we're all just doing our own take on something, yeah. playing with it. I don't know that I like the ideas floating around. Thing. You don't like that? It creeps me out a little. Like, okay. first of all, I'm a little possessive. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, my ideas aren't going floating oh, to someone else. I kind else. of want to tell the Liz the story. So, Liz, uh, what's her name? Gilbert. Gilbert uh -huh. had the idea for a book uh -huh. and she wrote out the notes. It was like this really cool idea. Yeah. So she wrote her the notes and she does her, she does her quilting on three by five cards. Or I mean her books. Her yeah. Her does her writing. Like, sorry. She like writes a whole book on there? No. Oh, her ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Her, well, her ideas are, okay. she catalogs them with three by five cards. Okay. So right. she had this idea for a book uh -huh. and it was about, uh, and then something happened that sidetracked her life. Uh -huh. So she had to put that into storage. She uh -huh. put all her belongings into storage. <gasps> Did somebody else write it? Somebody else. Well, oh. yeah, somebody else wrote her book. So okay. it was a girl as a friend that she, I'm still getting the chills. Uh -huh. So it was a lady that she's friends with. Uh -huh. I can't remember the artist's name. Sorry. And they, she said, oh, I just, I'm writing. I got a, I started a new book. And Liz Gilbert, right. They wrote, they, their whole relationship was built on, um, letter writing, uh -huh. handwritten letters. So they're yeah. writing letters back and forth with each other. Yeah. And so the friend said, Oh, I had this idea for a book. And she goes, Oh, it sounds interesting. Well, tell me about it. Uh -huh. And she goes, Oh, it's just still an early stage. Just still, I'll tell you about it later. So they met up again for the second time mm -hmm. ever. And, and she's like, What's your book about? And she goes, Oh, you, your book was first. You go first. And so Liz tells her the storyline, you know. Uh -huh. And the lady said, <laughs> no. She said, the Lady looks at her. She said, You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Sorry for the language. Direct quote. And she, she goes, wasn't like, you stole my idea. No. And she goes, why? What was your book about? And she said, da, 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 da. same storyline. Wow. Like same exact storyline. Okay. And she goes, 
uh, okay. So they kind of, she said they backtracked uh -huh. into like, as like women counting back to when they get pregnant, you know, yeah. like where did that idea? So they figured out, they thought that that idea probably transferred from her to her. Okay. And at this time they met before Interesting. she goes, we thought it was exchanged in the kiss, you know? So, yeah. so I think, okay. And she says, that's why that's, she goes on about it. This yeah. is a total sidetrack, but she talks about that's why you wake up and see the movie you're, you had the idea for is mm -hmm. now made into a movie. The idea you had, somebody made your idea into a play, you mm -hmm. know? Somebody saw, you saw your quilt at QuiltCon hmm. because that idea came to you first Yeah, and you didn't take action. So yeah. see, get it? I but do. I don't want I don't to stress I, you out. No, no, you're not like stressing me out. out. I just don't think I agree with that. Okay. Well, I think like people like just come up with things. Right. And like sometimes we just come up with the same things. And yeah. sometimes an idea is just not that original. Right. Well, she, but you know, she, you know, it was weird. I just read a book, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Have you read this? No. Okay. So you know, just like short premise, it's a woman who like grows up in France in the 1800s. If you've read it, you're probably getting mad at me because I'm getting it wrong. Anyways, she makes a deal with some kind of God, um, like an old God, and she doesn't age. So she spends the rest and it comes into the present time. So she okay. lives through these, you know, decades and through history mm -hmm. and she never ages and nobody remembers her. And then so I read that and I was like, mm, and it was a good book. I recommend it. It's really fun to read. And then I was thinking, why does this sound so familiar? And then there was a movie that I saw uh, that was like listed on Netflix for like recommended for you called The Age of Adeline. Yes. Same name, kind of the same premise, right. like a lot of differences, but same premise, same name. Oh, wait, is the same name? What was the book called? Adeline. No, 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 oh. no. I mean like the main character was oh. both named Adeline. Was the movie based on the book? No, I looked it up and they were totally like years apart created. And so I'm wondering like, did the, and I can't remember which one came second, probably the book, but I'm like, did they like see this and like it went into their head or, right. they, or did a friend talk about that? Talk about like this idea or this movie they saw right. and she's like, that would be a good book. And then years yeah. later, or was it just like spontaneous? Like these two like really cool ideas. Yeah. You never know. Or there's like a, she talks there's about like an Adeline ghost idea maybe, floating around. Yeah. That's what. That's what she calls. So she calls yeah. it, she cites multiple discovery. Uh -huh. So multiple people in different places yeah. come up with the same yeah. solution, like geometry. Right. There's all this documented. Yeah. I think the human brain discovery. is like so remarkable that like you can't just discount that the brain just came up with it. You know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But yeah, I it do is ghost, remarkable. That's, that's creepy. What's that? It's a little the creepy. Idea. idea. The ghost ghosts. ideas. Yeah. The idea ghost. Okay. Yeah, well, are they, like, do we have an atmosphere or, like hovering above us of ghosts? Are you going to make the quilt I've been thinking about? I think there is. Personally, that's, I'm just. Okay, let's see. So way. a few months from now, if you make a quilt and I'm like, I was thinking about doing something like that, then we'll know. Then, and I will come back here. And <laughs> I mean, Johnny, you stole my well, idea. It's ghost. actually, it's kind of like the quilt you just submitted, but not exactly, but oh, sort so of. I stole your idea. No, I probably stole yours. Because I saw your post of your quilt before yeah. I saw it at QuiltCon. But, yeah. okay. Try one like that. It was really fun. All right. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Have we talked about that enough? Like QuiltCon? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like I like, I'm ready to like, you know, I've been in Come QuiltCon, at QuiltCon, processing QuiltCon. And now you're going and to now a I'm just funeral. Like, now I'm going to a funeral. Oh, that'll be perfect. Because yeah. it's like death, it's closure. celebration. Closure. And it's interesting because it's a funeral, funeral of my grandmother. And I'm sorry, by the way. Thank Were you. you I appreciate that. We were when I was little. Okay. She kind of helped raise me, but she's had Alzheimer's um, for the last 
10 years. So it really hasn't been her. Worst thing ever. Worst thing ever. It is the cruelest thing on earth. It is so cruel. Um, But anyways, but she is kind of like, she was the quilter in the family. Mm -hmm. And so isn't it interesting? So it is kind of like a closure of. Did you learn from her? No, she never taught me. Okay. I think I saw that. I did see that. You posted that, right? No, no. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Didn't I? I did. I think I thought so. Yeah. No, she never taught me because I wasn't interested until I was a grown up. Right. Right. And so by that time she was kind of gone. Yeah. Um, But yeah. But, you know, one of my early, early memories is just like lying on her, you know, carpet Mm -hmm. and she and her sister's. They'd ha- they had a quilt frame that, you know, stretched yeah. the living room and they're all yeah. on different couches and I'm there and I'm just like yeah. watching the shadows of their hands and the needles coming in and out and their little yappy dog. Yeah, same yeah. exactly. Yeah. My, my grandma and her sister, mm-hmm. they lived, their backyards connected. They had, I think their house was, yeah, she, my grandma lived on the, the, my aunt lived on the corner and grandma lived on the next house over. So, uh-huh. and Erna was always over there. Yeah. And tie they did tied uh-huh. hundreds of thousands of quilts. So I have yeah. I have her quilt frames now. Oh, that's really and cool. Yeah, I really love it. I'm probably I hear that memory from again. so many people. Oh I yeah, think, like, so many I think people. we like our grandmother's generation yeah. was like the yeah the ones that it's, did that. It's interesting too because mm-hmm. I had two. I I had a guy reach out on Facebook that I'm just Facebook friends with. He goes, mm-hmm. Hey, will you teach us teach me to quilt? So him and his husband came over last mm-hmm. night, and they both they both said, you know. If I'm honest, I've always wanted to do this, but I just never dared or something. Yeah. So I just think it's so great. And you that, guided them into doing that. Well, I That's think they're cool. going to get going. Yeah, we did. Good. We worked on some denim last night. Okay. Tore apart some denim. That's denim a great quilts. way to start. Oh. Denim scares me. Oh, it does? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just said it's, it's cheap so and easy. Thick. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like, true. Actually, my kids go through pants like so fast. Yeah. I should turn those into clothes. Yeah, you should. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. If you don't, send them to me. I will. With that um. Plan. Okay, did are you do you have any quilts from your grandma? Yeah, she made quilts for my kids for the older ones. Mm-hmm. So I've got those stored away. And then at my mom's house where I'm going right now or next tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a bunch in the closet. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna bring some home maybe, or do you have enough quilts in your life? I don't know how you're I don't have enough carry-on room. Oh, carry-on room. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd buy another suitcase. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. All right, moving on. What are you reading slash watching slash or listening to right now? Okay, so I just finished reading the Ivy LaRue book. Okay. Um, I just started Jody Picoult novel. Is that how you say her name? I'm not sure. She writes popular novels. I know that name. They're usually like there's a little legal stuff in uh-huh. there. This one's really interesting. It's about a death of a girl who is transgender and whether she was killed because she was transgender. So it's a really, really interesting read. Mm-hmm. And she co-authors it with a transgender author. So, yeah, so her co-author is a woman and, you know, who's writing the perspective of this girl. And uh, so it's really interesting because there's so much, I think, personal in there and also so much like this is what I want people to understand. Yeah. So it was really educational for me. Um, Anyways, I'm just getting into it. But it's really good. I love that. That I I don't like that that's such a huge issue Mm -hmm. in our society right now. Mm -hmm. I think it's ridiculous. but. My dad, though, so quick side note, mm-hmm. maybe we'll get your take on transgender as well. Okay. But my dad, we went for a ride for taking him for Christmas dinner, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's like, so so what's this deal? What's going on with this? And I mm-hmm. said, dad, like, and I, I I, have several friends that are transgender and I've talked to of several of them. But I overall, I just said, you know what? That is not any of my business. Yeah. Like that is their experience. Mm-hmm. 
they're the ones having the experience. Right. They're the ones telling us they're having that experience. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should just listen to them mm -hmm. and believe them. Yeah. Like, let's remember the whole thing, believe yeah. women earlier. Right. Yeah. Maybe just believe people. Maybe just believe people when they talk about their own life experience. Their own, like how they, yeah, their own how they personal, exist in the world. Their own personal life experience. Yeah. So I saw that on tech, TikTok today as well. This guy said, you know the answer? That person is having... <laughs> That issue and they are a person living with us uh -huh. on this planet yeah so they get to have their experience right so anyway i just and i think that's like where we think about like okay so who am i what right. are like my core values yeah and how do i want to respond to that yeah like how do i want to respond to this person who you know this yeah. is who they are this like, is this is who they are saying yeah and this is them telling us this is who i am right i'm just gonna believe them yeah that's that's all my job is to mm -hmm. do believe them yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm with you. Is there. that same with you? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm so... just like, you know, we all, like, if we think about all of the millions of things that make us unique from each other, like, yeah. why can't we accept that there's this one more thing? And I this, hate their, you know... like, the demonizing of mm -hmm. drag queens, especially. Yeah. That's really bugging me. Well, I mean, for me, I'm just so angry that, like, that you have these groups that are creating panic, organized panic. Yeah. And then tell other people in other states how to have the same panic. Right. And so I've been, I'm a huge political science wonk. This is what my undergraduate degree is. So I like, follow politics like you're. No, 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 no. Keep going. Yeah. I yeah. am not super into politics. And I'm always worried. I'm like, don't get too political, Johnny. <laughs> don't talk religion or don't politics. Don't talk politics, No, no, no. That's, it's funny. This my, is my podcast. I'll so, talk about what I want. Yeah, you can talk about whatever you want. I know. So in our house, Thank it's really you. like everything is you know, on the table because my husband's a professor of religious history and I am fascinated by politics and my degree is in cool. political science. Yeah. So Love religion and politics is all we talk about. Anyway, so I've been following the legislative session, which just ended. And yeah. I roll. Sorry, that it's, was an eye roll for you. First. Um, I'm so glad it's over. I'll do the eye roll with emotion, head motion. Head but it's not. so interesting to see like the trends that like these lawmakers think that they're having this unique idea about like the threat of you know, books and libraries exactly. and transgender. No, you're not having a unique idea. Exactly. I'm sorry, I'm getting on soapbox here. No. You got this idea yeah, from that's... another state, from a group that has organized yeah. to put these issues on the ballot to right. scare people. Yeah. Let's look at like the... No, you're good. I just watched a movie. Mm-hmm. And you're going to want to know what it's called. And probably I other do, people will do. But you can't remember. I can't remember. So okay. It'll come to me in the five minutes. What's it about? It's about uh, a group of people that... Oh, I watched Footloose. That's what it was. <laughs> The original Footloose. I thought you were going to say like a documentary. No, about no, no, no. Yeah. no Footloose. I watched Footloose. Yeah. Filmed in Utah. That's right. Demonizing dancing of all things. Dancing. Demonizing music. Yeah. And finally, the, you know, they, the preacher comes to his senses uh -huh. and all that stuff. And, and they dance. But, but the people were burning books, you know, like, yeah. why are we burning books? I don't know. And, and like, I feel like 10 years ago, the idea of like, burning books being like a thing in america everyone'd be like that's absurd i know and now here we are burning books here we are 2023 Wait, what year books. is it it's 23 right sure <laughs> 2023 yeah that sounds like yes. anyway here well, we are people still wanting to burning books it's fine yeah it's fine stop it just stop enough. with enough. your burning books stop being ridiculous just, let's, can we just love each other let's just love each can other. we just love it's not hard kindness kindness yeah this is all like oh the kindness yes <sighs> all right yeah uh, so that's what i thank you for that getting back to that I like that stuff. and that, i've just started watching the last of us which <sighs> i have been like struggling through because it's so tense i haven't watched any it's very good 
Do you have to know anything about the video game to watch the movie? I didn't even know it was a video game. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah, no, watch so it. no. I no. keep seeing some really good people commenting or whatever yeah. posts about it. Well, so. I kept seeing like comments about episode three with Nick Offerman, who I love. Love him. Oh my gosh. It was such a good episode. It was such okay. a good episode. But now we're dead back to the like zombie fungus killing thing. It's fine. And so I don't know. But apparently they're heading for Salt Lake City, which is nearby. So I want to see like a pop. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. So okay. I guess the next like episode or maybe more take place in post-apocalyptic Salt Lake City. So coming soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coming soon to a city near you. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> uh I really want to I want to talk about what you talked about at QuiltCon, but okay. is now appropriate time or should we do that at the end? I think it's appropriate. I think there's never an inappropriate Okay. Time. So yeah. you gave yeah how many lectures did you give? This year I gave one. Just one lecture. Yes, yes. And what was the title of that lecture? So it was called Inclusion by Design. Okay. I think it had a subtitle, but I can't remember it. That's fine. Uh, something about like radical reimagining. Because what I wanted to do is have more of a conversation. Um, right. A guided conversation about inclusion. Mm -hmm. um, how we are experiencing it in the modern quilt community. Mm -hmm. How we are not um, and kind of what the barriers are. Mm -hmm. And then and then have kind of a reimagining session because I love creative people. Yeah. I feel like we think so far outside the box. <laughs> and when we do that, like anything's possible. So you take right. that yeah. in combination with the fact that modern quilting is so young. Yeah. Like we come from traditional, traditional quilting, but right. I feel like we're still so young and subversive mm -hmm. that we can rebuild however we want. Right. Like we can remake our community, the movement, like how we want it to be. Yeah. And so that was kind of, that's kind of what my lecture was about. And so it was informed by, comments um and conversations i've had i do quilt guild lectures and something i talked about at quiltcon last year was appropriation um okay. how to use you know how to use your culture how to think about culture but what is appropriation versus appreciation mm -hmm. um and i've just had some really great conversations about culture and diversity and so that kind of informed this lecture mm -hmm. and i also put out a survey which i got like some really fantastic responses and data mm -hmm. From. And so that that kind of oh I think I saw your survey yeah did you take it I don't know hmm. I've been kind of <laughs> drowning the last two Fair months enough. so then I'm, I'm glad just gonna, you didn't take it yeah, yeah. I just this is just say yeah, that's okay that's fine yeah I think actually plenty wanted, of people did I meant so to share about it too but yeah. even that didn't happen I don't think it's all right it's I okay. got what I needed it was okay, really good. information good. really good information yeah so that's I mean I just love to talk about it so, nice yeah. yeah um yeah it's been it's been interesting to watch. I have friends from all over, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and it's been interesting for me to watch people uh, from the dominant, how's the best way to say this? Just say it. We're all friends here. It's interesting to see, for me to see um, how people from, that are white, Judeo-Christian, mm -hmm. heteronormative, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. react to anything that isn't that. Does yes, that make sense? Absolutely. So that's yeah. what's kind of bugged me a couple times. I've been like, mm -hmm. why are you bugged by that? Like, right. why are you bothered that this is a thing, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And there's been weirdness. I mean, I always try to just remind myself that everyone's doing the best they can. Even that person who is whatever, mm -hmm. they're, if they're causing them more of a stir than they need to or whatever. Um, I'm talking about someone who is going against 
what you're talking about. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, like yeah, totally. fighting against the... Which, you know, and you do find this... I mean, look, and this is what I talk about in my lecture. Quilting is built on structures of white supremacy. It just is. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, some become something that you have to access, be able to access financially right. that you have to, you know, for a long time, you had to be able to be included in guilds, um, to have that community, to have access to show your quilts. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, and think about cotton, like in the first place, like cotton, like, mm, cotton. I love, do you name, do you, is your name Sean? Kimber? Yeah. Yes. I've always never knew that's how it was presented. I mean, pronounced. I Cause I, I, cause I've heard it Sean and Shawnee. I was some, anyway. So, sure. so Sean Kimber has a quilt that says, "Actually, I am a cotton picker," or whatever it says. Yeah, I, like, I have a picture of it, and I haven't made a post about it yet. Yeah. But so she's African American, and she makes these amazing quilts Incredible that are so—they're so well done. Yeah, I love her techniques. Mm -hmm. I just—they're so well done. But they also, yeah. she's also definitely making a statement. Yes. And, and I think it's an important statement. It definitely is. Because I think, I think you know, it's so easy to have blinders to how people have been excluded from arts. Um, well, and African-Americans, a lot of African-American quilters, their quilts get dismissed as craft. Um, right. Especially if they use African prints. And so they're excluded from this art conversation, which right. is absurd. Ridiculous. Yeah. And so it was really, really cool this year because the Modern Quilt Guild is making such an effort and Full disclosure, I am now co-chair of the IDEA, which is kind of the Diversity and Inclusion Board what? of the MQG. Um, so I'm not, so now that I am now, I'm not responsible for oh, anything Oh, we should have like, made this kidding. Full disclosure now. Okay. But, so I'm not tuning my own horn because I'm, you know, new to this. It That's was the fine. previous you leadership. And you have a horn to toot, so you can toot that horn <laughs> as much as you want. So it was so inclusive this year. Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? Because it was in Atlanta, and and they really tried to kind of pay homage to the community and, right. and the culture of where it was. Same thing, and when it was in Phoenix, yeah, there's some great indigenous work and lectures there. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really cool to see so many quilters of color, so many black quilters, so many black teachers and lectures, mm -hmm. and focuses on those arts. But I think there was also some discomfort and some pushback, and oh, even good. like. From my lecture, I... I love that there was discomfort. <laughs> um, I was talking to, um, well, the executive director of the MQG after my lecture. Mm -hmm. And and I think she, I think it was her that told me that, like, a few people had, like, you know, marched out in a huff during my lecture. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and good. I was like, and she's like, she's totally fine with that, right? I was like, am I fired? But no, she's totally fine with that. Um, but just, like... Good. Yeah. Good. I Part, want to make I, people of course uncomfortable because that's what we start thinking. If it was me, I'd be like, oh, but, but yeah. for, since it's you, I'm like, yes. <laughs> since it didn't happen I to didn't you. didn't happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know, love for a, it. For a brief moment, I felt bad. And then I'm like, why am I feeling bad about this? This is the reason I'm doing this. Yeah, exactly. This is the reason. And and it's not like I've ever come into this knowing that everyone is going to be 100% on board. Right. And, and I always come into it knowing that I'm going to push things past the point of yeah. comfort. Yeah. Because that's where conversation starts, right? Right. I, I saw, this is pivoting a little bit towards gender. Yeah. But I saw, like, when I, anyway, around that time in Pasadena, and there was, um, I don't know if there's a lot of men featured or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Something about male quilters. There was some kind of exhibit, I thought, or something. So there's something weird. I but can't remember. I just remember people like kind mm -hmm. of like, oh, just because you're a man, you just got all you had to do is say you're a man to get in or right. something. And I was like, yeah. all right. Yeah, you, you know. like already stand out. Well, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I, I definitely know that I'm on the, 
I'm on the outside. You know, I mean, like not on the outside. What? How do I say this? Like I'm white male, yeah. so that puts me in a mm-hmm. already whatever bracket. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I don't always know how to how to access or uh, my my as being a queer quilter. Mm-hmm. I don't really focus on that very much, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's such an interesting conversation, isn't it? Right. Um, because, because yeah, that's definitely a thing. Like where people are like, oh man, they don't have to try as hard. And because they're men, you know, they're, right. they're unicorns, you know, they're yes. so special. And so they get attention. Right. At the same time, I feel this and I know other people feel this, that there's also an excitement to have men mm-hmm. quilt that men are quilting, you know, that, that, that we're seeing kind of this diversity and yay. You know, that means. Yeah. I just love the diversity of any kind, know. you know, like I, I do too, really. anyone, I yeah. just, we we need to be embracing and yeah. supporting any of the I right. feel that yeah that now, is where diversifying it's a, where it's a problem and where I've seen a problem and I'm not naming names but sometimes <laughs> there are white male quilters um, and they come in and they get the spotlight and then they mansplain quilting to everyone else. <laughs> okay. You don't do this. <laughs> I'm not naming names, but you how, know who you are. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about, but I don't know how you'd mansplain quilting. Okay. That's yeah, no, no. Yeah. So, they know so who no. They are. I'm <laughs> yeah. just taking off my shoe. No, they don't, don't mind me over is. here. No, just get comfortable. That's fine. Yeah. I'm wearing my hiking shoes. Okay. Earlier. So there was a blizzard outside and he just went hiking with his dogs like a crazy person. Well, we usually go at 4 30. Uh-huh. So when you said you're coming at six or yeah. whatever time you're coming before, I, I think we, anyway, so we would have been, been done with our hike, but then yeah. when you change the time, yeah. I need the doggies need to get out, Yeah, but they loved it. It was great. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you for telling me about your cool yeah. on thing. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'm always interested in pushing the envelope and talking about these things because I, if we don't acknowledge like where the barriers and yeah. inequalities exist, yeah. like we can't fix it. And there are a lot of inequalities in yeah. Quilting. So I'm just going to share with you. I would love to have more people of diversity Mm -hmm. on here on my podcast. I would love to see that. You wouldn't mind helping me connect people. Absolutely, I would love that. Yeah, I've reached out to a few people and I haven't heard anything back, but Uh I'm it's just getting started. It's fine. So I definitely want more diversity on my podcast. And there's just and there's so many quilters from like, you know, and when we talk about diversity, like race and gender and sexuality and like just so much. There's so much. like interesting people out there and that's yeah. also why that's also why i want to do this podcast yeah. is so that more people can be just so people can tell their story that's yeah. why what i'm hoping is to have um more people tell their story i'm a fan of that all right that's awesome. and i think that i've worded these questions kind of weird so maybe i don't need to word them as a anyway i'm gonna just ask you a question okay so how when how long have you been quilting when did you first start quilting? i started quilting just before my oldest was born. So it's been about 16 years. Okay. We were living in Egypt at the time. I know. Cairo. Um, and like, like you do. You do. <laughs> Naturally. We're yeah, just living in Cairo. Yes, it's yes. fine. Um, I couldn't work because I didn't have a work visa. So oh. I was just like, I was bored. I was pregnant. I was nesting. Um, and then like one day I just like went with some friends and we went to a fabric market. Incredible I'm place. sure it was if you bonkers. can picture like heaven in fabric, it's like it was <laughs> like that angel thing you turn it's like you turn a corner and there's like an endless street and there's bolts of fabric from floor 
to beyond ceiling. And there's these guys that would like climb the bolts of fabric to get the one you want. Oh my god! So cool. So I started buying fabric. And after a while, my husband was like, so what are you going to do with this? Hey, um, <laughs> I, I like, see there's a lot of fabric around like, here. You don't know how to sew. So what's going on? Anyway, so um, I told him I wanted to learn how. And he went back to the U.S. for a conference or something. Came back with a sewing machine that's carrying on. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, yes. I know. He's the best. I love him. Um, yeah. So, I just kind of taught myself. And I've known it ever since. So, almost 16 years. Probably. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Do you have anything favorite about the last time in quilting? Like, anything that stands out as, like, a favorite memory? Of quilting? Yeah. Or a favorite quilt or a favorite mm. project? I know it's like asking about your kids or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. All right. Whatever I'm working on is usually my favorite. I get yeah. very excited about what I'm doing. Me is. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So I this is the question I've been asking this. Sarah, is there a specific event that you noticed that kind of was helping with your mental health? So I've always like, you know, been on the quilting as my therapy train, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because it, it really is like making that's how I yeah you know that's yeah. how i express myself that's how i decompress that's mm -hmm. how i can like be mindless and mindful um but it wasn't until i think this year and starting school that i really started thinking about it because now the nice thing about social work or at least the program i'm in is they take self-care as like a professional obligation okay so it's Love not that. and and they're like we're not talking about you know going and painting your nails and taking a bubble bath, all of that stuff is fantastic. And I'm a big fan. Right. But the fact that as a therapist, you're carrying hard things. Yeah. Right. And you're, there's a lot of, you know, trauma that you're taking in mm -hmm. and it's, and I, and I learned this the hard way, you know, the first few months, it's really hard to process. It's hard to bring that home and not like bring it home, right. you know? And so, especially our first semester, there's really this hammering in of developing your self-care practice, mm -hmm. developing your kind of processing what you go through at work. And so I decided to use quilting as nice. my self-care mm -hmm. process. And so I've always like shied away from any kind of handwork because I am, mm -hmm. uh, I quilt as fast as I talk. Um, I just like to get things done. You well, know? you know what I say about that, right? What? If the good Lord wanted us to sew with our hands, she wouldn't have given us a machine. <laughs> I love that. Amen. No. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is good for you. It is good for you. So you yeah. Like so it? I decided to take a step back and work on handwork this oh, year. Nice. And it's been nice. Yeah. Okay. So I'm using it to kind of process. And I've found that that's helped with my mental health and kind mm -hmm. of my stress level. Um, and I've also started a project where I'm processing some of the things that my teenagers are telling me. Okay. working Because there's always, there's something they will say that just, it sticks in your mind. It just like, you know, it almost mm -hmm. breaks you, you right. know? And so I'm stitching those things onto a project right now. Oh, nice. It's really kind of helpful like you're stitching the words they've the said word. some of it is the w actual word some of it is kind of symbolic okay um so i'm using you know color and shape to kind of are you doing like that. embroidery i'm doing some embroidery okay yeah it's kind nice of, it's it's very unusual for me because it's improv and handwork the two <laughs> things that terrify me like, i don't like i don't like improv <laughs> this is very uncomfortable for me oh good so yeah but it's been a really good kind of self-care process uh -huh. oh that's so, awesome yeah yeah we'll see how it goes well i guess that leads to our other question what do you do for self-care manicures and bubble baths manicures <laughs> no. and bubble baths <laughs> no. massages yes yes no quilting is quilting. pretty much my self-care yeah. yeah i like to read um yeah that's pretty much it. Quilting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I still have a weird disconnect, but it's fine. I'll get, I'm going to get over it. What's the disconnect? Well, I just like, I love it, but mm -hmm. I have art. I'm doing it. Why is that? 
Is it the starting? Mm, maybe. I have a million projects here yeah. that I could just work on. Yeah. I don't know. There's something well, I mean, weird about The thing like, is, you have a space. I know for a lot of people, it's like getting stuff out and starting is yes, a big hurdle. Yes. But I don't know. But I think that's probably true here because I do want, I mean, I have, I mean, you saw the piles around here, that you, not, not on camera. Um, I just feel like, well, and when I work too, like I, I will just pull things out and it's like, you know. Mm -hmm. Explosion. Yeah, explosion. And yeah. then when someone comes over, I have to tuck it all back away. Do you? Maybe not. Yeah, that's the my beliefs. Of a space. My beliefs are that I do. If I'm going to have a guest in my room, maybe I should have a little sign on the door that says, "This is my studio," and that's going to look I like mean, one. I mean, just call it your creative space. This is my creative space. That's going to look like one. Space. Gosh darn it! Yeah. All I mean, right. have you ever like seen an artist studio? There's like paint, yeah, and, like, canvas everywhere. Like, why are you different? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I do still have a lot of self judgment about how much fabric I have. Why? Because I feel like it's kind of hoarding-ish, you know? Yeah. And, like, that stack up there, that's all those pre-cuts. But it's so pretty. I hate opening up a pack of pre-cuts. I know, me too. so, like, it'll never look as good. I know. I have a big stack of, like, cotton and steel basics, too. Yeah, but you'll always use those. I know, but I haven't cut into them yet. Like... <laughs> all right, I know. Anyway, mm. but I, my, my sister tells me all the time, hey, you're an artist. <laughs> These are your paints. Yeah. Deal with it. These are your tools. Yeah. Deal pickle yeah all right okay uh, quit with the judge i know stop it okay we're all what? like in favor of this right everyone in favor everyone in favor thumbs up yeah okay what are you working on right now you bought something i'm I so glad you something. did yeah because i always like having something to work on on the plane and so oh, nice. okay so the hand project okay so back to quilt con back to quilt con i went to a lecture by karen lewis karen okay. lewis textiles yes and she prints her own fabrics she does screen, right. printing. screen printing and so i thought well this is something i've never tried and i can't because there's an entry barrier there right i don't want to buy the equipment and have that oh, big yeah. screen and be like whoosh, yep. Whoosh, yep. you know or whatever they do yeah so she has this great lecture and she's like, you can do this at home with materials you probably already have. And I'm like, probably, probably not. Really. Yeah. I was like, that's nice to say. But then she showed us uh -huh. just using like an embroidery hoop and some like organza or gauze. Or okay. Whatever. And so I went home really excited and I made stencils and I did it. You did it? It's amazing. Did you bring some? I did. Oh my God. Okay. So I did a whole series of, um, so Mexican American. Uh, love. Yeah, it. check these out. So I did a whole series of these like stencils of these like stylized Mexican lottery cards. And this is just one of them. So this is a block that I'm playing with. Okay, what's a Mexican lottery card? Have you ever played Lotería? No. Okay, so. I'm white as they are. Oh, Sorry. we'll have to play sometimes. So it's like bingo. It's Mexican bingo. And there's these like iconic figures that are on all the bingo cards. Oh my God. And so as a child, I did this constantly with my grandma, the one who just passed away. Um, We would play every night when we were at her house. We used to use like pinto beans to like mark off which ones you know we had gotten called and then like we'd win pennies from the star um so anyways i just need to give I people love. more detail yeah, about this yeah so i used gold screen printing ink and gold I printed. Ink. and how did you do the stencil then so i cut it on my crickets oh yeah and then okay. i used like little tweezers and tweezed it onto an embroidery hoop and then so she's got like the pepper is this like Essex linen. Essex, I use Essex, the Essex linen. Essex linen. Everything. I know me too. I, use it for I buy it by the bowl. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, um, look at that though. That gold is that so amazing. Pretty? So this is my test block because eventually oh I'll make a whole block. It's going to be a million colors because I'm all about colors. Yeah. But this one. So what I'm thinking 
is for every block. I'm going to do this. It's printed. I'm going to do I embroidery see, on the edge. I see what this is. Is that so like a... Oh, yeah. You see a little dove. That's yeah. why I drew it on. Are you going to yeah. embroider that? I think so. So I think I'm going to big stitch it. I'm going to be adding like some kind of big stitch hand quilting to it. And then I'm doing embroidery because this thing here is supposed to be like a, a little altar, a little off-red uh -huh. if you've ever seen like uh -huh. kind of a decorative altar. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing some like, where's, there we go. I'm like... I know it's in upside reverse. down backwards. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing kind of some embroidery. Around. Oh, nice. So we'll see how it goes. That's kind of my project for the plane. Can you say that word again? Ofrenda? Ofrenda. Ofrenda? Yeah, so it's like a little altar. What do they call the big altars? Like Same the, thing. Okay. Yeah. So I have a friend mm -hmm. who his husband... And Ofrenda? Well, thanks. <laughs> um, he lives in Las Vegas, and uh -huh. his husband, like, does Ofrenda competitions. Oh, cool. I've and heard wins. of these. And wins. That's amazing. Yeah. I want to see pictures. I'll have to find him and send it to you. I bet they're yeah. incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. seeing that, it just kind of made me really happy. Yeah. I also love screen printing, and I also don't do it uh -huh. because of the same reason. It's like, I feel like there's like so much to, Well, even I... with the embroidery hoop, it was kind of a, you know, yeah. I had to like lay everything out on my cutting mats right. and yeah. So I took yeah. a screen printing class. I lived in Denver and I mm -hmm. loved it because it was just like a little studio mm -hmm. and they're still there um, in Denver, but I just love it. Yeah. It's so neat. That's really, it's really cool. cool to see like an image you make, like come out. Yeah. Like, when I first lifted off the stencil, like I, I think I put this on my Instagram, like a thing of a video of it. It was, well, the first one I did only like a couple of lines came out and I was like, crap. So I just moved the fabric over. The second one came out like almost perfect. That's and, like, really neat. The, like the satisfaction was so nice. Yeah. So, are they thanks. all going to be gold ink like that? Oh my! They're all yeah. like gold ink on very like different saturated colors. Yeah. I call them my Mexican colors. I work with them a lot. I work with the Love same it. ones a lot. And yeah, each one a different card. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Me too. That's I really too. I love starting a new project. I think this one's going to be good. I love starting a new project too. Yeah. I could do it right now. It's so exciting. You should do it. Let's do it right now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yeah. So that's okay. what I'm working on. I love it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna kind of wrap up a little bit. All right, we might track a little bit more, but that's fine. Okay, mm -hmm. I asked the question: Is there a cause or? Uh, I think that's a good way to word it, right? If yeah. there's, there's a cause, is there a cause that you are passionate about that? If everyone here donated one dollar, where would you want that to go to? Well, so, there are a lot of causes I'm passionate yes. about. So narrowing it down, but right now my passionate cause is Zuta because they're having a fundraiser. So it's okay. on my mind. Okay. So Zuta is this teeny tiny zoo in Logan, the city that I live in. Mm -hmm. I was telling Johnny, I'm convinced that the animals are just animals that animal control has like trapped and rescued because it's mostly like ducks and there's a raccoon that we think might be stuffed because it never moves and it's always <laughs> in the same place. His name is Frank, Frank the raccoon um yeah so it's always like oh so it's like not really a zoo but it's more like a taxidermy exhibit i mean <laughs> it could be but we love it and my six-year-old she oh, is their biggest fun. fan she so willa my six-year-old is in a wheelchair she has cerebral palsy and they are just they have been like the most welcoming and accommodating place she goes to zoo camp with them every year and absolutely loves it. So I always try to support them, but they're having a fundraiser right now. They're having a fundraiser right now. But here's the cool thing. I know you can donate a dollar. Go donate a dollar. But check this out. So the other day, I donated $25. Okay. And it turns out that at that level, you can sponsor an animal and be like, it's a doctor for $25. So, so cool. Do you have your own animal yet? We have our own animal. Okay, we, tell we us chose, all about we it. We chose Bix. Bix is a lynx. 
Um, Ooh, Bix the Lynx. Bix the Lynx. I don't like the name. Oh, well, you know. It doesn't really, there's too many X's. Um, but the reason is because we used to be terrified of Bix. I say we, I mean my six-year-old. Okay. And then one day she decided to be brave. And so she rolled up to him and she meowed at him. And he rose his head and he meowed back at her. Oh my gosh. And ever since then, they have these conversations. And he doesn't really meow. It's more like, I'm oh, but like she'll do it back too. to him. And they, they like, that's adorable. It's really cool. So when I told her that we were now Bix's sponsors, uh -huh. man, she was over sure the moon. She lit up. So yeah, so she's going to have her name on the website as Bix's sponsor. And they send us a certificate and a stuffed animal. Oh my $25. God. You can sponsor an animal. You can sponsor Frank the raccoon. I challenge you. They can you. send you a stuffed Frank because that's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> so Do if it. you're listening, I challenge you to go sponsor an animal and sponsor tell us an what animal. it is. Or here's tag, another cool thing. I can't say enough. Us. They also have an auction right now. I don't know when it ends. Okay. You can buy paintings that the animals have done you... and the bits are like twenty dollars cool? i have a friend you so know cool. do you know erica you know I erica so. i don't know any erica erica you don't know erica okay anyway i have this friend erica she uh -huh. loves buying paintings uh -huh. off of like etsy yeah like, like just the like coolest original art yeah that's she has awesome. a ton of original art I love that. so that's why my house is kind of in transformation i want uh -huh. my house to look like her house yeah but anyway I kind of want to check out the original art. You should check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Bearded dragons are like surprisingly good at art. Are they? Yeah. The monkeys are disappointing though. The monkeys are disappointing. You think with all that, whatever they'd have. I mean like the, the monkey intelligence, yeah. right? No, no. And uh, the geese didn't even try. Like, didn't even make it. <laughs> so effort. They were phoning it in. Phoning geese. Come on. <laughs> Up your game, geese. But go to Zuta's website. Please you can sponsor an animal. Okay. Buy I'll, some animal art. <laughs> I'll put a link in the comments section here. I, yeah. Or whatever the whatever it is yeah. on Facebook. Or yeah. Donate there. so we can have a live raccoon someday. Yes. <laughs> I've seen several. Um, I had a family of raccoons in my house. Did you? That could have been great. I but... called nine one one on a raccoon once. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a burglar. <laughs> I was really paranoid. <laughs> That's a funny story. It was not at the time. I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't as amused when I had six raccoons living in my ceiling either. Oh, so. your ceiling? It was in the attic in the yeah. crawl space or whatever. Yeah. Were you afraid they were going to like drop out? Yeah, I didn't want anyone to come visit me mm -hmm. in the house. So, because it would be like really awful for the rest of your friendship to be like, I'm sorry about the raccoon, man. Yeah. Like, so, I, how are you feeling? I pushed them out with some ammonia. The friends or the raccoons? The raccoons. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I really like you. I like I'm you too. I'm so glad you came down. It's really nice to talk to you for more than like two minutes. I know. Yeah. Because we have like crossed paths for like two minutes at a time in so many different places. Yeah. We didn't talk about you getting my quilt in the exhibit, but that's another part of oh, yeah. the past and done. It's fine. That There'll quilt. be another one. I love that quilt. It's so sweet. Thank that's you. funny. I was just talking to my co-curator. We did an exhibit at a museum. And we were just talking about how we need to do a new exhibit there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll help. Okay. Tell me how I can help. Get on board. We're going to do it. Is there a board that I can actually get on? There's no board. Okay. No. There's like two crazy ones. How did you get on the MGQ board? Or M how was it? The, it's Modern the Modern Quilt, Quilt Guild. MQ. It's the IDEA, Inclusion, Diversity, Equity, and Accessibility. Um, it was it. because... One I, year, yeah, okay. the instructorless instructorless for QuiltCon came out, okay. and I emailed the MQG immediately after with the subject line "QuiltCon So White." Love it. And I was like, "What is this about?" 
Doing... Next thing I know, I got a Zoom invite for the DEI committee and I was on it. All so, right. Yeah, yeah. So I started doing work with that and it's just been oh, wonderful. Cool. You've been on the committee then? So I've been on the committee for a few years. Okay. And it's nice because DEI is usually just like, and I say this in my lecture, just like broad brush, like attempts. What's DEI? So diversity, diversity diversity, equity, and inclusion. So okay. you'll find this in like corporations or businesses right. or academics. They start a DEI committee to address structural injustices. Right. But honestly, it's really just kind of a corporate cover your butt. Yeah. Um, it's usually like minorities that get put on this board and have to do the work with that never actually gets implemented. Right. So it's a lot of surface level kind of painting over and saying like, Woo, we did good, we're yeah. Um, But with the MQG, there's like real buy-in. Um, nice. from the board of directors, from the community. So it's really fun because it feels like we have ideas and they happen. Nice. And then you have QuiltCon Atlanta and yeah. you're seeing the fruits of it, right. you know? So anyway, so yeah. So our chair of the board and vice or the co-chairs of the board just moved up. They are now on the board of directors as the president and vice president, both okay. black women, both amazing people. I love them so much. Nice. Um, and so... Yeah, so now me and another quilter, Kimberly Benenfield, Black Oh, Diva. I know her. Isn't she amazing? Yeah, we were on some together. Oh, cool. That's okay, cool. so now we're co-chairs of it. Nice. Yeah, and I just like get to like be in awe of her because she's so cool. That's she's awesome. So cool. Yeah. Really cool. She had quilted Air Jordans. I saw. Were that they one amazing? Of, didn't she win something? I don't know. Did she win something? She won. She just won something with those. Oh, yeah. okay. I designed... She, Sorry, I'm friends with her on Facebook. Yeah. And I don't remember the award that she won. Okay. I'll also include that in the notes. Yeah, section. please do. And you've got to, yeah, you've got to check out her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But Quilted Air Jordans, come on. Well, that's why I love it. like quilt coats right now, like mm -hmm. because they're just so whatever. So yeah. my pink one that I was wearing. So cool. So I was wearing that walking back. And to you like, said you had like just finished sewing it at one of the booths? Yeah. That's the, awesome. The Juki booth. Okay. So he's putting the binding on. Nice. It looks terrible. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it looks good to me. But I was walking through Atlanta uh -huh. and I walked past this group of young people that were all black, all working at this, not all black, but, but predominantly. Uh -huh. And they're all working at this little place. And I walked by and this guy goes, oh, fire, dude. I'm like, <laughs> yes. You feel so good. Yeah. I was like, thank you. I mean, I really do want <laughs> so to, validated. I really do want to design streetwear. Yeah. Have you watched the, um, do you watch much? clothing design competitions? I love Project Runway and okay. I just started last week next in fashion. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm just a few episodes into the okay. first season. Do you have HBO? Mm -hmm. Okay. They have one on there that's called The Hype. Oh, it's I haven't really heard of that one. Cool. Yeah, it's okay. all streetwear. Oh, right. That's it's really, cool. really cool. And there's so much quilting and streetwear. Oh yeah, so They're much. Really and so neat. much patchwork. Yeah. Like yeah. the people that are on there, like the stuff they're making. Uh -huh. And like uh and that's why I love it right now too. Is, okay. It's gonna be and that's why show. I love quilting as well, because it's just taking I mean yeah. I love that quilting's getting uh, that mm -hmm. moment yeah. right now. Let's yeah. hope it lasts. Right. I hope it lasts. I'm sure it will. Yeah. I mean, fashion I is think... like one day you're, you're in, the next day you're out, That's right. right. Thanks. But, but yeah. Thanks, Heidi. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I always have Tim Gunn in my head when I'm designing, oh like saying, gosh. edit. Wait, have you watched all the old ones? Did you watch it for a long oh, time? Oh, yeah. I watched every single one. Remember yeah. the one that was, I always have to talk about this whenever I see people, but remember Andre... <laughs> Okay, hey, thank him. you. What's the best? Andre. What's happening with Andre? <laughs> <laughs> best voice ever. Oh, I love that. Okay, so yeah. if you're a Project Runway fan, love it. Yeah. Okay. So fun. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Fun. I love it so this much. Great. You're really a beautiful human. Oh, thank you. So I, are you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I'm really I, I appreciate you sharing your voice. Mm -hmm. 
And I appreciate you sharing as much as you do. Yeah. You know, as much as you're doing. So well, and I love that you share your platform. And right now I love that we're sharing idea ghosts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to um, log out and, and, and we're going to share some idea ghosts later on. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> love you. If you Thanks haven't subscribed, subscribe already. If you haven't already, go follow Melissa over on quilt all the things underscore. Yep. Okay. All right. You're the best. You put quilt all things. It's quilt all the oh, things. Oh, son of a nutcracker. You're the worst typer. Well, I, you were probably, I don't have my glasses on. Oh, I'm sorry. No one knows. Oh, my squinty. gosh. I quilt type for all the poopy. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if there's a quilt all things. Oh, you better go nab it if there is. I know or... I should. That and quilt all the thongs. <laughs> Hold on, let me get that one. There's your new project. There's your new project. <laughs> I actually. So, quick side note. Are you going to tell me I actually made quilted thongs? No, cause... there's a guy that makes um, uh, quilted, oh, crocheted jock straps. That seems like crocheted really jock straps. I'm like, all right, I whatever. Mean, that sounds cozy. All right. Not moisture wicking. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and edit Quilt All the Themes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Quilt All the Themes, no, it's people. Okay. How dare you? I'm never coming back. I hope you come back. Okay. Will you come back? No, totally. This will be so fun. Yeah. Let's really, thank you. No, I'm serious. All right, this we'll talk. Okay, be kind. That's all. See ya. Be kind to one another. Be it's kind. not hard. This has been another episode of the Quilty Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Barfus. I'm also your producer, Johnny Barfus. I'm also your sound engineer. Like and subscribe to this video if you haven't already. I'd love it if you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Or find this wherever you find your favorite podcast. Have a good one.